back. We are back. The NK Sports Show. I'm your host, KC. Joined alongside me is my co-host, Lena, aka Lena Lean, aka Lena. What up? What up? Hey, KC. Give her a hand clap. Hey. 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 Hey, Miss Parker. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, we are back. Episode. What is it? Forty nine. Forty eight. You do this almost every time now. It's 48. 48. Episode 48. Yes. Okay, yes. Show. Man, 48 episodes. Wow. Close to that 50. That 50 piece. We are back. Again, your favorite couple. Let's talk disgusting sports. Yes. On this beautiful Saturday, Lena looking looking real, real melanated. I like that look. Yes. <laughs> melanated. Yes. Yes. Mm, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of it. Just a smidge, you know? Yes, yes. Before we get started, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe if you watch this on YouTube. Make sure you share the link if you listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music. Not on Title yet. We're working on it. Um, Google. I don't even think they got podcasts on Title. Anyway, uh, yeah, share the link, like us, rank us, all that jazz. Uh, the trivia question of the day. What conference is Notre Dame with in college football? What conference is Notre Dame with in college football? You know where to leave your answers. Say it every week. I ain't going to say it again. <laughs> uh, we got a hefty show today for you folks. We definitely do. Lena, before we get started, how you doing over there? You good? I'm doing, doing, you know. I'm just here. You're just here so you don't for get <laughs> I wasn't even gonna say it. I thought about it, but nah, it's it's Saturday today, so we're a day behind, and you want to be over there? <laughs> what? Like you got allergies? Is it your allergies? My allergies. Yeah. Okay, that's what you're gonna tell us. So how you doing? I am. I've I've had better days, but I'm grateful. I woke up. Yes, I'm sure you have. Yes. And so uh that that intro that you gave, I don't know. You just said a couple that talk about sports. A couple that dis- your favorite couple <laughs> that discuss sports shows you that, you know, <laughs> man and wa- man and girl can discuss sports or man and your- Man and girl? How about man, man and, and woman? woman? Man and woman. Hey, look, we working on it. We still working on it over here. Y'all, I don't know. I might have to be the uh, one to just give the little spill <laughs> with the intro because you over there I mean, talking about girl and man and girl and man, man, <laughs> man and girl, girl. And woman and boy. But anywho, yes, <laughs> we are a weekly podcast for any new viewers out there. And we come on every week as a couple to discourse discourse lord discuss the major sports you know basketball football but we touch on others like track and tennis and mm, baseball soccer you know we dibble and dabble but we just like to talk and debate a little bit if you will provide you with some sports information provide you with a little bit of uh couples entertainment yes that's about it yeah. Uh, 
All right, we got a like I said before, we got a real hefty show, you folks. We're gonna start off with the NFL like we usually start off, not for long. We're gonna start with some sad news. It seems like more and more people passing, but historical figures uh, that you know took the reign in sports. Marlon Briscoe mm-hmm. passed away at the age of seventy six. He was the first black quarterback in the AFL, uh, uh, first starting quarterback too. Um, Associated Press stated, uh, per his their uh, per Marlon Briscoe's daughter, that he died of pneumonia at a hospital in Norwalk, California. He had been hospitalized with circumstance. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, hospitalized with circulation issues in his leg. Golly, Whew. that's that's not the way to go. But you know, rest in peace to him. Um, the reason why we're talking about this guy because he was a pioneer for the black quarterbacks. He actually went through a lot. Just doing some research on this guy. Um, day and age, we still kind of see this happening to quarterbacks. Um, he originally started off as a quarterback, but he ended his career as a wide receiver. Um, he he originally hailed from Omaha, Nebraska. Went to the University of Omaha where he got drafted by the Denver Broncos as a cornerback in the 14th round back in 1968. The fourteenth round. Fourteenth round. Yeah, I'm glad they shaved it down to seven rounds because fourteen rounds. That's fourteen. Just... What is that? A whole week long draft, Bruh. or two weeks? How do you have fourteen rounds? I don't know, man. It's just it's crazy. Wow. Yeah, fourteen rounds. Uh, 1968. They drafted him as a quarterback. Um, they gave him a chance because he was only five foot ten. Uh, they named him uh the magician. Because he uh, almost brought the Broncos back from a victory against uh, the Boston Patriots. Yeah, that's that's how you know it's super old. Uh, He -hmm. was a runner-up for the AFL Rookie of the Year, passing for 1589 yards and 14 touchdowns, uh, rushing for 308 yards. Uh, He earned a trip to the Pro Bowl as a receiver with Buffalo in 1970. Won two Super Bowls as a receiver with the Miami Dolphins. He was a part of that undefeated team, uh, mm. that that seventy two team, which no team has ever done it since them. So, uh, I, I heard realize a, that. Yeah, I heard an interesting story uh, about one of the one of the players from the um, Miami Dolphins. Not to get off topic, but he said mm. they pop champagne every time, every NFL season, due to the fact that no team has went completely undefeated. Really? That means post and playoffs, postseason and or no regular uh-huh. season and postseason. So you got to go completely undefeated, and they just pop champagne. They celebrate it. It's a it's an annual thing because the Miami Dolphins. The Dolphins. Yes. But the Dol- Dolphins are not good. No, the seventy two Dolphins. The the team. Oh, that, that team, not yeah. the. I'm like, this is a con- well, because you kept saying for the Dolphins, so I'm like, the Dolphins are continuing this no, tradition. My- no, the seventy-two that uh, seventy-two team. Oh, okay. Team tradition of always popping champagne for the remaining the only undefeated team ever hmm. in NFL history okay. since, the, since the merger. Uh, Briscoe was in, inducted into the College Football Hall of Fame in two thousand sixteen. Yeah, he uh, man, he went through a lot. Like he was a receiver. He got drafted as a corner, played corner. Switched to quarterback, then went back to receiver or went to receiver. It's crazy. Um, yeah, it is. You, his story is interesting because 
like I, I can't tell you how many times I've heard uh, the black quarterback go through adversities such as this where they come in originally as like an athlete and then they're being told, well, since you are an athlete, because sometimes you, you'll get quarterbacks, they'll play both ways. Um, like I, I can I can remember a time where like even on my co- on my I'm about to say college on my uh, high school football team we had our quarterback playing uh, free safety, yeah, because you're just so talented. Mm. But that it, it's 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 a nice to have a range because you're you're versatile and you have more uh, what is it you you have more worth as a player, but it also kind of hinders you if you if you just want to be a skilled to that position. Because colleges are seeing yeah. if you're deficient in something in that quarterback position, it was like, well, maybe we can move you over to receiver because you're fast, you're, you know, you're yeah. or we can move you over to cornerback because you're you're aggressive or you got ball skills. It's it's crazy. And you hear that time in and time out because they was going to do the, the Baltimore Ravens who drafted um who drafted Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. I I'm trying to remember if it was them or it was another team that was saying that they would. Only they would only take him if he would try out as a wide receiver because originally they didn't want him to be a uh, a quarterback. Um, oh wow! Because he was, I mean, he, the dude was fast. Coming out of college, he won the Heisman. The dude was breaking records. Yeah, um, but he won the Heisman as a what? A quarterback. A quarterback, <laughs> right? Right. Well, that's just crazy. But we want to slot you over here. Like, no, that's the position that I played, that I've been playing. Put me at my position that I'm comfortable in, and the whole yeah. thing with um, Briscoe that that pass, that's just crazy. And then what was you talking about? Somebody from your high school? Yeah, he's playing. That's higher risk for injury. I'm gonna yeah. play both sides. That happens a lot because I mean we're so athletic. You know they, you know you if you can put it on both sides, get colleges to look at you. You gonna do that as a young player? But like it. Mm-hmm. It 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 doesn't help from a a perspective of if I want to play this one position, I don't want mm-hmm. nobody trying to slot me over into another position. Um, mm-hmm. Then you got situations like Debo Samuel's out in uh, uh, San Francisco, not not exactly the same where he's mm-hmm. playing quarterback, but he's a receiver and they got him playing running back. And I always thought that was just mm-hmm. just dumb. I, I've said it on previous podcasts. I just thought that was dumb. You hinder your money. Mm-hmm. You um you take on more toll on your body. Yeah. That's a lot of toll to be doing a both lot. positions. And I would have never agreed. As a player, I get that you wanna be you wanna be of value to the team, but I would have just said, No, coach, y'all gotta pay me because there's no way I'm playing two positions and you only paying me for one. He ain't even getting like a super max contract. That dude was like mm. a third of their defense. So mm. just just the you know, a reminder to any of the young listeners out there playing football, look, when you get started to get to college, you got to make it make it known that you only play one position, no matter how fast you are, no matter how big or strong you are. Because I think mm-hmm. Cam was even Cam Newton was even saying the same thing. They was like, "Bro, you big. You should be playing tight end or something." Oh my gosh! <laughs> Cam looks like a tight end. He looks. I like mean, he is back. built for one. Yeah. yeah. But that's not what he was playing. So put him in his position where he can be successful. Like, yeah, I would never put Cam at tight end, only because I, for what he can throw the ball. But it's it's just the the mere fact that he's big and he's fast or or was fast. 
Isn't that what uh Tom Tebow? I mean Tom Tebow, Lord. What's the man name? Tim Tebow. <laughs> Tim Tebow. Why did I say Tom? Yeah. Tim Tebow, when he came back, wasn't he trying to be a tight end? Uh yeah, he tried Ooh. out for the Jacksonville Jaguars as a tight end because he okay. Uh, but Tim Tebow was never a real like true and tried quarterback. He at, uh-huh. when he went to Florida, he was man, he was like running that H back stuff. They were doing that that crazy little format where it was like he would either hand the ball. It was uh the RPO. They would either hand the ball off or hit. What's the RPO? Run pass option. Oh, run pass. Okay. Yeah. So they'll do that that crazy stuff, and the quarterback is usually toting the, cor- the ball a lot of the times. He's running the ball, or he's he got the option mm-hmm. he can pitch it off to the running back. It's Tim Tebow wasn't a true quarterback, man. So when he came into mm-hmm. the NFL, I mean, yeah, he got to the playoffs as a rookie, cool, but people started to figure that stuff out. He was just a, a big, fast white boy who really couldn't mm-hmm. throw the ball, but. Mm-hmm. You know, they still gave him a shot because he was such a electrifying player in college football and broke records and won the Heisman at Florida. If you win the Heisman at Florida, that you you might as well say you're a first-round draft pick because that's it. It's yeah. Certain, it's certain colleges, if you get the Heisman in, you're going in the first round, undoubtedly. Yeah. Unless you have some wow. kind of career-ending injury. But anyway – Moving to, moving along from that, rest in peace, Marlon Briscoe, uh, true pioneer. Got some more news on the Deshaun Watson. It's really a brush up on this one. NFL likely to give out one year suspension on him. That's the talks of what's going on in the NFL. Uh, former U.S. District Judge Sue Robinson, who's jointly appointed by the uh, by the league and the NFL Players Association, will determine whether Watson violated the NFL's personal conduct policies and whether to impose discipline. Uh, per the NFL Network, Tom Perlissero, I'm pretty sure I butchered that name, reported Sunday that the league is expected to argue for an indefinite suspension of at least one year, and Watson then could apply for reinstatement following the 2022 season. Um, I, I, I can, you know what? As being as objective as I can on this one, I, it's warranted. I don't have, I don't, see why not but yeah i think so too yeah i'm just i just can't wait until it's like settled and all the investigations are over penalties and suspensions are finalized because it's like every week i think we're talking about him i think it's warranted because i mean just the the sheer fact of it's it's such a huge thing we already got domestic issues in the nfl and in the nba we're gonna get to that too but yeah bro, you got you got to be more tactful if you're gonna do this now i ain't saying like before i've said this previous times you're gonna do dirt make sure you put it back under the rug jesus christ like <laughs> put it under the rug like good lord put it back under the rug huh yeah like good lord man you can't be out here doing all this crazy this i ain't even gonna say it's crazy because it People, it it happens. That happens. I'm not. I'm not shunning him for doing it. I'm saying like, the fact that you cannot keep that like to a minimum or just like just Jesus Christ. I don't even know what to, what to say. I'm like, I am shunning him for doing it because he was being inappropriate. I know it's he say she say, but 
I'm, I'm, let me, let me. You don't need to be statement. inappropriate. You need to get with somebody that's down for that. I know people that are, that will be down for I'm whatever you're trying what to pull saying. off. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, I'm making it know, clear. <laughs> I know people do it because there's, come on, let's be real. There's all kinds of massage parlors out there that, that do that kind of backdoor stuff. So we ain't, it's nothing new here. It's just the fact that, mm-hmm. bro, you got to read the room sometimes. That's pure. <laughs> Read the pure room, reading huh? The room. Pure reading the room. You over here being an extra creep. It's, it's ways to do stuff when you're being a creep about it. So, yeah. Um, we'll see how this goes. I mean, because the Browns are like up, up ish creek without a paddle right now because uh, your boy uh, Baker Mayfield don't want nothing to do with him. He's ready to leave. And there was actually yeah. rumors that he might be going to uh, Seattle, but Seattle is still trying to hold out and wait till the Browns play. Or actually, oh. I heard I heard some small rumors of they're trying to do a bargaining chip because I think Baker still has like nineteen million on his contract, so they were trying mm-hmm. to barter with uh, the Browns to say, "Hey, can you maybe pay a portion of this, and we'll get the re- remaining amount of the contract, something small of mm-hmm. that nature." So. Wow. Goes. So they're just trying to uh, get him up out of here or get, and get some something for Baker. I mean, cause so did they say that they were trying to move forward with the current backup? I, you know what, I haven't heard any. Talks I thought I heard something real. about that. I haven't heard any talks about who the backup is. Heck, I don't even know who the backup is for the Browns besides. Baker. I forget the name that they said. It was some name that was tossed out there, and I can't remember. The name. If I was if I was the Browns, I would look at Cam. And you ain't got nothing to lose. Bring Cam in there. You know, I like Cam Newton. But uh I would not pick Cam Newton. Why not? <laughs> I wouldn't pick him up. Why not? I would go with somebody. I guess if you, oh, I guess it depends on the goal that you're trying to accomplish for this season. Do you want to just what are you trying to do? Throw away the season no. because you can't have Deshaun for a season. So you just going to skate by until you can, cause it's like, what's the you point actually, of bringing Cam Newton in for one season? He just going to be this journeyman. That's just going to different. Teams. You actually made a good point that I, I never even thought about that. Are the Browns intentionally trying to tank the season? Is this a, not an unintentional act, but it like a, like a, a omission of we're trying to throw the season without throwing the season so we can get a better draft pick and barter that draft pick for a better season. Maybe the Browns aren't even thinking about the 2022 season. Maybe they're like, we're good because we ain't going, we ain't got the team built around Deshaun anyway. So if we can possibly get a draft pick or get some value from a draft pick, from a high draft pick for next year, 2023. Mm-hmm. I never thought about it like that. That that's actually pretty smart. So they, it's it's just to me, it was just like you guys gave this man two hundred and thirty million dollars off rip, and it was like that's a lot to be rip. That's a high risk, and the fact that you know this guy's going to probably be out or suspended for half, if not all, the season. So it makes me think maybe they're mm-hmm. just saying it's fine. We're going to throw this season anyway. We ain't got the pieces to really accommodate Deshaun anyway. So we gotta build a team around Deshaun. We need they don't they just picked up the receiver from Dallas, uh 
forgot it was his face. It was Odin face, but he young. Um, I couldn't stand him. Ah, uh, why am I forget? Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Lamb. No, 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 no. Lamb just got drafted like a year ago or two years ago. Uh, oh, you said he an older player. No, you said he young, but he look old. He look old in the face. I forget his name. Uh, I don't know who you talking about. Yeah, he was your top receiver in, in Dallas. I'm just drawing blanks on his name, but they picked him up, and that's really the only true weapon they got. They lost, They they don't have Jarvis Landry anymore. I mean, Jarvis Landry was about it, and they got like subpar tight ends, so they need some. They need some help, definitely. Uh, but hmm. yeah, I, I'm I'm expecting a, a full year suspension. But that maybe this is maybe they're playing the long game. I feel like the Browns are playing the long game and not too much worried about taking the L on the first year. Of Deshaun Watson, it's an investment, you know. Oh, you talking about Cooper? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, he was your top receiver last year when I forgot about him. <laughs> yeah, they got rid of him because they, they was having locker room issues. He had uh, made a statement about uh, Dak Prescott. Mm. Yeah, he was saying that Dak Prescott wasn't that great of a quarterback. But uh, that's not oh boy, there. yeah, have to get up <laughs> out of here. Um, moving on forward, uh, Washington Commanders signed Terry McLaurin to a three-year, seventy-one million dollar contract. Uh. Good, congratulations to him. Give that man a hand clap. He deserved that money because the Washington Commanders are trash. Yikes. They need to retain all the talent they can. Uh, just a little big yeah. background on him. He uh, is originally from Indiana. Hey, now, hey, hey. To be exact. Yes, that's now, right. To be exact. He went to Ohio State. He was drafted in the third no, round. No, about now. I know one thing Nothing. about that. They have a nice airport. <laughs> it's a very nice airport. Wow, really? Yeah, a nice airport? Yeah, it's a, I don't do nap like that. Don't do them was, like that. It was that, a very no, nice airport. That's, that. I, I I mean, I drove into nap. And I forgot I that's like, all you've been to. Yeah, huh? I, I didn't really get to peruse the city like that. I just went into the city. It was like, okay. I, I mean, the highway. We should go to a Colts game. Wait, the what is crap? The highways are crappy. Like, oh yeah, it's for sure, whole... and they're always doing construction. It's like, when are they gonna get done? It's just a continuous thing all the know. time. I don't know. <laughs> it's just, it's just yeah. Bad. But yeah, no. Yeah. Um, he he. Uh, twenty twenty, he had eighty seven catches for a thousand. Uh, what one thousand one hundred eighteen yards, four touchdowns in twenty twenty one. He had seventy seven catches, one thousand fifty eight yards, five touchdowns. I mean, he's productive, good numbers. I mean, decent for what you're getting from having a rotation of quarterbacks year in and year out. So, you can't be mad at those those numbers. Um, mm -hmm. But, yeah, that's the only big signings that I noticed this week. And then uh, going on to some more football-related news, really going into boxing, too. <laughs> former running back Adrian Peterson and former running back Le'Veon Bell – are supposed to be boxing in an exhibition match on July 30th at the Crypto.com Arena. That is such a stupid Why? Money. When did I, do we know how long they've been involved with boxing? They no. They this is their first time in like in a professional setting boxing. I I have never heard anything outside of uh really I've never heard any of these cats box before. 
Adrian following Peterson. along behind Ocho Cinco. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, I'm with it. Like, I, I love it. Like, real man stuff. Like, yeah, fight it out. They, I, I, it's weird because they don't have beef. I don't, I, I guess it's just for a money grab. Adrian Peterson. I was going to say, do you have to have beef? I mean, no. To but, fight somebody? No, but. It, Mike it, Did Mike Tyson and Roy Jones Jr. have beef? Nah, they weren't even the same way. <laughs> there was class. two uncles fight exactly. They were, yeah, two, that was an uncle fight for real. That was. <laughs> hey, I was just like, man. But ever since Ooh, then, ever but since that fight, uh-huh. Mike, Mike just shaped up though. I will say he was shaped up during the fight, but like, no, like he got even more in shape. I, was I like, know, so it's like he out here about to hurt people's arms and pull them out of their arms sockets and man. Yeah, Mike, how he... Mike is a trip. Like, Rosie Perez. Rosie Perez. I feel bad for Rosie. She had she, tore she her arm. arm. I was like, bro, what you doing? <laughs> Mike is lovable, but I don't think he realizes his own. He don't strength. know his yeah, he don't know his own strength. So it's like, yeah. Mike, chill. Everybody cannot match what you have. <laughs> That's crazy. I was like, Mike, chill. Ooh, but yeah, we digress. Sorry. Yeah. Um so they're set to fight on July thirtieth. Um I guess they're following in the tracks of Frank Gore, who was an, another all-pro running back who fought an NBA star, uh, Darren Williams, or Deron Williams, back in December. Yeah, Darren Williams. Darren Williams beat the brakes off of Frank Gore. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. This was back in when? December. Last December. Yeah, I don't... I don't even remember us talking about this. I don't think we talked about it because it wasn't anything huge. It was so it wasn't like the whole uh, booty up in the air with oh, Nate Ross. That, that was viral. <laughs> no, dog, that was viral. We had to talk about that. Ooh, because I thought that man died. So this one was more low key. Yeah, this is like. Because <laughs> wasn't like a controversial. Like he didn't really have like any big suppressed to his name. Same way with Darren Williams. He wasn't like. Wasn't nothing big on his name like that. So, mm-hmm. you know. um, what else we got? Cause I, I, I think they're an undercard on this one. Yeah, they're an undercard to some YouTubers who are fighting. I guess box. I, I, I love it though. I actually, I'm enjoying this whole, uh, this whole thing of boxing. Like, yeah, like, cause all the shootings that's happening right now, we need some people that throw them hands down. You know what I'm saying? You get, you get me. I get you, but you can't bring fists to a gunfight. I mean, what? No, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you got cast as fighting. I ain't talking about actually. I'm, I'm oh. teaching the kids, like, okay, we if you can box, it's some real manly. It's it's a manly sport, um, rather than shooting somebody. You should just how to fight, learn how to fight. Uh, Very true. Blueface, the rapper, and Nick Young are also on the undercard as well. Nick Young. Who is a who was a former NBA player? I, don't I was gonna say player. Nick Young. Yeah, he goes by Swaggy P. Not, I was gonna say not Swaggy P. Yeah, Swaggy P. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, everybody and their mom is getting. You know what? Ocho probably uh, influenced him because Swaggy P was on I Am Athlete podcast too, helping out. Lord Nick have mercy. Nick, Nick Young, Young playing the big three. Now he going to be in the, uh, the boxer. But Get your money. Get your he money. Doesn't have, like, I don't take Nick Young as an aggressive type. Like, Nick Young is a real cool, <laughs> swavy dude. Nick, right. His name is Swaggy P. Yeah. Now you going to be boxing somebody. 
But I mean, when you look at Ocho, do you look at him as real aggressive? Because don't they call him Sweet Feet or something? He got but, some. But, but that... Ocho, but to be a receiver, <laughs> you still have to have that grit. And Ocho's from Miami, so you know them cats. Yeah. from Miami, they gotta be tough. But, yeah. But Nick is from like L.A. or somewhere. Yeah. Over there. I'm like, bro, what are you? What? <laughs> you just chill, like. Get the bag. However, you so. need to get the bag. I wonder if he's still playing the big three. I've seen him playing the big three. I don't know. I think he uh he might be done for a minute, but he still got it though. He can still shoot. Um let me see. Le'Veon Bell, who is thirty years old, who will be participating in that boxing match as well. Uh played eight games last season, five with Baltimore Ravens, three with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He's best known uh with the Pittsburgh Steelers and that whole contract debacle about how he held out and was not playing until he got a bigger contract and ended up getting traded mm. to the Jets. Didn't do nothing mm. with the Jets. And, yeah, so he's 30, which in, do- in in running back years, it's like dog years. So 30 is pretty old. So is he done playing football or no? He's not done playing football. I don't, I don't know why he's participating in this boxing. So that's what I was going to say. So, like, why – do this if you're still trying to play in in the NFL. There's just something and do. and that's okay. You know how like in a lot of professional athletes, their contracts, there's certain things that you can't do. Yeah, like ride and they, somebody. yeah, and they put in your contract. It's like really you gonna go box somebody? <laughs> they had to put in. I heard they had to put um, stipulations in, in NFL players' contract. They can't play basketball off season. You know how many times we've heard NFL players um, get hurt playing basketball, tearing the ACL or MCL? Like, I remember, yeah. who was that? It was Anquan Bolden, the wide receiver. Uh, he used to be a wide receiver for uh, the Cardinals. He tore his ACL playing basketball. Oh playing basketball. Goodness. Yeah. That's where the people usually do it, playing basketball. Yes, basketball is way more dangerous than anything else. You got to be yeah. careful. You talking about? I don't just, know that it's more dangerous. Dangerous and and you might get a random injury. Football, you gotta be, you gotta be like maybe getting hit. So the 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 a wide variety injury. of types of injuries is that what you're trying to say? Like in basketball, it's all different types. It seems like that people get versus football is not as I don't know. We would have to do a study on this because I feel like football <laughs> is is I mean on the nose you're going to get if you get hit enough times you something's going to hurt you're going to get injured right at some point. if you're one of those positions that's constantly getting contacted basketball is more of a passive like you'll get passive injuries like you might go up and pull something because your leg was contorted the wrong way when you did something <laughs> to just all random stuff you know how crazy that sounds. What right. are they doing? Uh, acrobatics? Your leg was contorted some type of way when you like, went up for a layup. Like you what's the leg layup, doing? You know, because sometimes you might jump and you be like, "Oh man, my leg wasn't in the right position." Or you might come down <laughs> on your, you might come down on your foot wrong. You you know, and pop something. Right arm goes up. Right leg goes up. Hey, it ain't gonna you, be hey, no. Do you know left? these kids now? You know these kids. Nah, I'm. The... Nah, I'm saying right and left, y'all. But how y'all see me is probably the opposite. But. Yeah, you sound funny saying that, but okay. Saying what? <laughs> when you come now, when yeah, but when you come down, yeah, because you could twist your ankle or jar your knee and shoot. Because I didn't got older, I remember that time I went up for a layup. I was playing in this little, it was like a company, a citywide company competition or whatever. Different companies getting together playing sports, and we had basketball at the Y. 
And I literally was on a fast break and went up for a layup. And I felt it in the air, my calf catch a cramp. I said, oh, no, not the Charlie you know horse. Oh, about. my God. But my leg wasn't contorted no type just, of way. It's just, I just, it's, it's just, you, you take it I just what I'm saying. It. You take it what I'm saying a little too, too literal. <laughs> it's just, it's just like, yay, something might happen. You might be in the middle of the air, bang, something happened. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. You know what I'm saying? Basketball is just random, like random injuries. I'm like, bro. Some more random injuries is what you're trying to say. Is that yeah. the... Okay. You'll get, you'll get a random injury from <laughs> just doing whatever in basketball. So football is just like I'm getting hit. If I get hit in the wrong place, that's, it's it's a wrap. If I, if you hit me in my my knee or my ankle, yeah, it's probably gonna get broken. But uh, oh, I I okay. Now I really really get it. More injuries that can occur on your own without someone physically contacting yeah. you. Yeah. Mm, okay. Yeah, you get you hit me. In that my might leg. be fair. That yeah. might be fair. So, yeah, that's why I say running backs got like a short a short shelf life of like. Oh yeah, what three to five years? It's that now. I mean, it just depends on how they utilize you. If they pounding you in the ground, you got. Because if you come in the league at like twenty three or twenty four, you got a good four years in, and then after you hit like twenty eight, twenty nine, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, you hit. You, it, it it ain't too long that we have running backs in the league as as we used to like uh like a Ron mm-hmm. Day Barber like a Tiki Barber and uh, oh, mm-hmm. uh Jerome Bettis and all those running backs who were in the league for like fifteen some years it's crazy you never yeah. see a running back in the league long, that long anymore so well I mean Jerome Bettis I mean he was like well, didn't they call him the bus yeah he was a big dude. So he probably was giving other people the business, just trying to get him tackled. Like that's a big dude to be tackled. Yeah, but Jerome Bettis, Jerome Bettis had uh, I remember he had did like a, I don't know if it was a documentary or they were just interviewing mm-hmm. him. He would say he would wake up every day in pain. Cause like, really, yes, he said he would oh. wake up like his joints just were hollering at him. Like he'd get up. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a he was a very violent runner. Like the dude. Yeah. He run hard and not very over. I I know. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> like you got that you got that much weight running at somebody, bruh. But get out the way. Get out the way. <laughs> he was the size of a linebacker. Man. Man. <laughs> he wasn't called the bus for nothing. <laughs> that dude was huge. Um but not as big as Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's uh like Oh well he he's super tall too. Like he's like six four. Yeah. <laughs> you know what's crazy is uh so is uh Adrian Peterson is a big dude too. Adrian Peterson's like six three. Yeah. He that tall too? Oh, yes, I didn't Adrian realize. Six, that dude okay, so let me I, I really did, when I first got to this topic, I underplayed on how Adrian Peterson was. Let me tell y'all something. If y'all know who Adrian Peterson is, AP, when he went to Oklahoma, that was a man amongst boys. When you saw his mm-hmm. his tapes this dude was just crazy. Like, his highlight tapes were something I've never seen before. Running people mm. over, hurling people, outrunning people. Like, this dude had a gear. He was fast, and he was a violent runner. Then when he got – when he came into the NFL as a rookie, I people thought he was – he'd been in the league for, like, four years. The way he was running, the dude mm. had, like, a 1,000 yards off rip. Off rip. Wow. 
Okay. As a rookie, yeah, Adrian Peterson was that guy <laughs> for for a reason. But we're gonna see how this play out. I don't know how tall uh, Bell is. I know Adrian Peterson is like six three two thirty. That dude's <sighs> big. That's a big dude right there, man. Yeah. <clears throat> Moving on to some uh, some college sports. Mm-hmm. We got another shakeup, y'all. We got another shakeup. We got another shakeup. We got uh, UCLA and USC have been approved to move to the Big Ten Conference. Now, this is this is very interesting. Uh, let me let me quote the articles that I read. I got off of ESPN. Uh, talks of the two super conferences, the Big Ten and the SEC, after the move of USC and UCLA. Uh, and they stand to make somewhere around $80 million annually by joining the Big Ten. Uh, this is a $1 billion. Oh, good Lord. This could bring $1 billion to the conference annually from the television deals. Just from the television deals. $1 billion. Lord Jesus. Um, the influx <laughs> of money will be especially important to US, uh, UCLA, whose athletic department racked up a $102.8 million budget deficit over the past three years. Um, by waiting until 2024 to join the Big Ten, UCLA and, US, uh, UCLA and USC also will not suffer any financial penalties for leaving the Pac-12. The conference has what's known as a grant of right agreement with the schools that tied to its current television deal. This means that, that the Pac-12 will receive the media rights money that any department, uh, excuse me, any departing team would receive from its new conference, even if they no longer, even if they no longer were in the conference. However, the grant rights, uh, the grant of rights deal expires after the 2022-2023 academic year, meaning UCLA and USC will owe nothing to the Pac-12 if they leave after that. No, it's a lot, a lot, y'all. So basically, pretty soon we're going to have two conferences in major college football. Um, this is just hypothetical. This is not, like, factual. Um, with the moving of Texas, who is it? It was Texas and uh, Oklahoma. Was it Texas and Oklahoma that moved over to the SEC? I believe Texas, but I don't Texas? remember. Okay, it was te- Texas is slated to move over to the SEC in 2025. Um, with UCLA and USC moving over to the Big Ten, man, this is going to be uh, – because those are two marquee college teams. Those are huge college teams. We talk yeah. about, like, America's favorite teams. You can't have them leaving your conference, and this is gonna it, it's gonna create a, a silo of just like all right, the two major conferences with no competition. Like what, the Pac-12 is really nothing. You got what Cal and Oregon and Oregon mm-hmm. State, Arizona State. Nobody cares about those t- those teams like that. Come on now, Stanford. Mm. Dog, we we we. We look to see for the USC. USC is always ranked in the top at least ten every year, mm-hmm. just depending on they, uh, depending on they, who they uh, they get from recruiting. So this is this is huge. Now, um, Pine Fault Firm, I always mess his name. Paul from the college football segment of ESPN, <laughs> Feinberg. I think it's Feinberg. 
he uh, discussed mm-hmm. about that there may be uh, even more issues with conferences breaking down, uh, specifically the ACC, because the ACC doesn't have as much competition as the SEC and the Big Ten will in the coming years. If they can coerce Notre Dame to – if they can't coerce Notre Dame to come over to the ACC. Now, right now, Notre Dame has an agreement to play at least five teams every year from the ACC. Uh, for, mm. I think it's for, like, two more years, I, I think. I believe so. And okay. that's just the – you know, because right now, Notre Dame – hey, man, they don't, they don't really belong to anybody. They yeah. Just, it's been like that for years. Mm-hmm. And I – I got to look up why that is. That's very interesting. Why Notre Dame is not like slated to be in a conference. That's just very, very interesting to me. Yeah, I don't know. Is it because it's like, a, I guess cause it's a private school, but maybe. it's other, aren't there other private schools that yeah. are in conferences? I don't know, but it's cause you got all these, these California teams Coming over to the big, t- is it the Big Ten? Yeah, the Big Ten. The Big Ten. So they're gonna be traveling all across yes. country. Yes. <laughs> yes. To play the Big Ten schools, that's a, the one thing that I thought about. Because in most cases, your conference are kind of regional teams. Yep. But I guess with all this money, it's like ah, I guess we can pay these flights because y'all not gonna be driving. No, ain't nobody driving. Y'all gotta fly. That would suck too. Like you gotta, you coming from Michigan, all the way Indiana, to Indiana. Yeah, to California, bro. I would look, look, look. It's already hard to get acclimated back to West Coast time. <laughs> I mean, back from West Coast time, coming back to Atlanta. Like it take me about a week to get <laughs> over that whole entire thing. Like, yeah, jet lag is. No, I'm good. Yeah. Man, that's yeah, that is crazy. Yeah, y'all not but we that. we gonna see. But that traveling, that traveling expense gonna be a a monster I don't for the get, schools. I just never understood the the uh, the uh, the dynamic of having these teams so far out. If the teams are within the conference or within the region, it makes more sense. Like the Southeast. Yeah. The Southeast Conference, the SEC. That's the reason why it's called the SEC. The Southeast Hello. Conference. It's all teams within that same region. Exactly. Like my school, TSU, Southwestern Athletic Conference, the SWAC. So we yeah. play in schools, Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, California. What? But I guess it's all about the money. So mm. if they going to be getting all this money, then, hey, we can foot the bill. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Y'all can foot the bill. Ain't giving tax breaks, I guess, too. So, and I guess, I guess it'd be worth it because who wouldn't want to see USC go off against Ohio State every year or Michigan yeah. State? You know that that'd be a good competition. Yeah. As guess. opposed to seeing them in the bowl game or having to randomly get paired up in the right season for so, playoffs or something. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, nobody. You know, I, I I get the, I get the semantics of it. It's just, mm-hmm. bro, it's just cool. like, it appears that then football is just gonna be so top heavy. It's, it is. You gonna have all these great teams, and then everybody else is just like it's gonna be a far distance to these upper echelon teams. 
the thing is too when you talk about how the playoffs are crafted and how you you damn near can't lose a game if you're not in one of those conferences you can't lose a game you got to go undefeated and even going undefeated doesn't guarantee you a spot in the, in the uh, playoffs. Exactly. So that's making it even more harder for those yeah. teams that are not in big conferences. That's what I'm saying. Because you can have an Alabama team to lose two games and still get to the playoffs. Yeah. It's crazy. But, I, I mean, the playoffs really even it out a little bit because before it was voting. It was like yeah, strength of schedule and how you won a game, the style you won a game and – Mm-hmm. How many points you might have beat an opponent versus how many points this person beat them? It was all kinds of craziness. But now the college football playoffs kind of evens it out a little bit. But now you got this crap going on where it's it's creating like, bro, like what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like we can't even have cohesive competition throughout the conferences because you got to have two big conferences, the SEC and the Big Ten. Come on. They already garner enough attention. So, mm-hmm. what are schools like Arizona and Arizona State going to do? And then recruiting, too. Like, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah. The recruiting is going to be crazy. Like, oh, you get to play in the Big Ten to play, play against fierce competition. And however you do, you're going to get – it's 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 a slippery slope. You know that NIL made it a slippery slope too. It was like we seeing we seeing things come to fruition. Yeah. Yeah. And and now this it's, it's a money grab. They don't really care about if it's fair competition. It's a big money grab. A billion dollars annually for the television deal? That's crazy. Yeah. Guess it's pretty hard to pass up. I wouldn't pass it up. I ain't mad at it. I am not mad at it. Um, so we are moving forward from that. We got some NBA. We got a lot of NBA stuff, y'all. We had to cut out some stuff we were going to talk about, because, but there have been a lot of moves that have happened, a lot of signings, people getting paid them M's, deals mm-hmm. happening. I'm talking about it's just craziness. Uh, you want to start at Lena Lean? So let's start with the biggest <laughs> the biggest talk of the week. So this week, basically on Thursday, started free agency for the NBA. So the huge storyline is KD, Kevin Durant. He told the Nets he wants to be traded. You trying to leave Brooklyn, y'all. Can you believe it, KC? He trying uh... to leave Brooklyn. I am not surprised, KD. This is not looking good on your report card, bruh. <laughs> it's not It's not looking good on your report card. Uh, like this whole so, back and forth. Oh, go ahead. And, I was going to say this whole back and forth with him and Charles Barkley. You ain't helping the situation by doing this. <laughs> but go ahead. What were you about to say? No, I was just going to say, so he has four, le- four, four years left on his contract with the Nets. But I guess he was like, I'm out of here. You know, we had just found out about Kyrie, but we'll we'll get to Kyrie. Um, so with him wanting to to leave the the Nets is like a whole shakeup for the league because this is this is almost like, you know, a LeBron type situation. If LeBron was trying to go somewhere, people would be going crazy. So it's just the same thing with KD because people are gonna do whatever they can 
that is humanly possible within their financials and everything else to get KD. So the teams that he's actually interested in going to are the Suns and the Heat. And I know you like to hear that, even yes, though I feel like now you can't be you can't be capable for KD because he comes hey, to the Heat. Nah, when we've been nah. talking about KD and yeah. him. No, <laughs> no, nah, nah, I can't. Going in teams. You, you <laughs> no. Play for, you playing for the winning team. You got my, you got my, you got my support, bro. Come play with me. I will team. never get you a Heat jersey with KD on the back. I wouldn't want it. Or Durant. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want it. <laughs> oh, okay. Durant, I, I wouldn't want it. I only stick with the players that's going to stay around, but I would want KD on the team. <laughs> <laughs> because we talked about this a couple pods ago, man, dog, Jimmy needs to the help. They they got yeah, they got to get him some help. So with that said, though, right, if he goes to the Heat, it's like who are they actually going to trade to the Nets? And one option that they can't do that I learned from listening to everything this week is that they couldn't get the Nets couldn't get Bam out of bio. And that is because um, in a trade situation with the Heat, the Nets currently have Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. And, <laughs> and because both players, Ben Simmons and Bam, have a rookie extension, teams are not allowed to have two players that carry a rookie extension in a trade scenario. It's not like you can't have two rookies on your team that had uh, rookie extensions, but if they if you acquire them through trades, because, of course, Ben was traded to the Nets, and then if Bam gets traded to uh, Brooklyn, that's not possible. So it's a wonder of, okay, who would they trade? Because it's got to be somebody big time. If y'all going to get KD, who in the heck would they trade? From the Miami Heat. That's a good question. I think we they would have to trade, trade a bunch of players. Yes, it's, <laughs> it'll be worth it. Yes, yes, please. Let's trade. So they gonna they gonna take Kyle Lowry. Take him, please. I don't know why we. BB Kyle Lowry. Hey, 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 hey. Where's my soundbite? I just said BB. Nah, 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 nah. BBD. No, 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 no. We ain't doing that. Take take him, please, with the quickness. Expeditiously, please. <laughs> him, you can take Hero sometimes, but too, who, who want to shoot threes and, yeah, and then be not hot one night. Bro, take him. Take, uh, who else we got? It's probably going to have to be four or five players. Take all them bums. We don't, oh, we don't you going to call them bums? They That's your bums. team. Jimmy has been carrying that team for the longest. I'm so tired. I'm so tired of the What heat. if Jimmy went to the Nets? No. That'd be stupid. What? No. That's one big player. Because you got to think. The Nets want KD. So wherever he's trying to go, they have to think about their situation. Like, we not just – we got to get some out of this. Gonna so they going to try to get some big uh, – some other big name or somebody comparable. They not getting none out of it. Well, if they ain't getting none out of it, then they may not be trading him. Hmm. Because you know a team can do that. They can he haul around and not trade you. They, they Look can. at Ben Simmons. You see how long that took. But you know Ben Simmons was a special <laughs> case, though. He's, it is. 
but even with the Nets because he has four years left on the contract. So they don't have to hurry up and send him off because they want to get the best deal, which you can't blame them because they came under the impression that, you know, this is going to be a championship team, Kyrie, Katie, and uh, James Harden. And now that's – it was a pretentious. It was a pretentious pickup. I mean, I can't blame the Nets for trying to do or put this team together, and it just fell to crap. But it was a pretentious team. That's what it was. Now, and now you stuck with Ben Simmons and Kyrie Irving. One guy that wants to play part time, and the other guy, that <laughs> he he's just of the world of the earth. He of, Heck, they both want to play part time. Yeah, but Kyrie. Ben Simmons ain't tried to play, and he could have played. I mean, it's Ben Simmons' bet because Ben Simmons didn't play a whole year, and it wasn't even because of circumstances that he could have prevented. You talking about this imaginary back injury, which he got imaginary surgery for. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just. We don't know. We just speaking the obvious here. Uh, he ain't yeah. like he's not like a John Wall who's didn't play almost two years and got forty four million a year. It's crazy. Yeah, well, his team also allowed it because they were like, "No, nah, you ain't got to play." It was that type of situation. We'll get to John thing. Wall. Let yeah. we'll we'll get to John Wall. He's on the list too. But another thing, I guess, to point out, um, I mentioned, you know, KD also was interested in the Suns. But again, who in the world Aiden, are they going? Yeah, and it's and for Aiden, I guess the Suns aren't really uh, considering signing him with a max contract and I think that's what he wants but more than likely that's not going to happen even though he did improve I must say he did improve this past season because I I even remember I think I told you it was during the playoffs I'm like okay he hitting that little soft touch shot right in the paint that I hadn't seen him hit very consistently in the past but um I don't I don't know that's not a comparable Trey, it would have to be Aiden and some other people. Aiden, and get so Bridges, get Mikael Bridges. Cause, I mean, yeah, cause maybe Katie's Cam Johnson. Me, yeah, Cam, ah, keep Cam, keep Cam, because you still need. A but it's here. about what the Nets want. They gonna want some players. <laughs> get, give we, Aiden up, because I mean, if I look at Aiden, Aiden for KD, ain't the you got to come up with some players. No, you're going to get <laughs> players on top, but Aiden is the, the starting piece. You got to give like the you know the side pieces too. Like all right, here it sounds horrible, but uh, that does especially no. Use another term, please. <laughs> I was trying to like make a food reference. It just came out like a relationship uh, reference. <laughs> you gotta, like you know, you got your main encore, your main entree. And then you got the sides. That's what I was trying to say. Like, Aiden is what you offer up, and then you got the sides. So you give a first-round draft pick up. Mm-hmm. You, 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 yeah. You, you give Mikael Bridges up. You got to give Mikael banana shoes. Give him up. Uh, he always wear them yellow shoes. I just can't. I hate that. Like, bro, where's up? Let him be great and wear his yellow shoes. Less fluorescent on the eyes, bro. You, you – Oh, there go Mikel. Yeah, he's going to shoot. If they doing a scout report and watching, it's not hard to scope him out. Oh, Banana shoes over here. Nobody's paying attention to the shoes. <laughs> Banana shoes. I've seen eyes. worse. Yeah, he needs to stop wearing that. I've seen worse. So do you feel 
feel as though um, KD should be trying to leave Brooklyn at this point? I feel like, yeah, yeah, well, I mean, honestly, no. Okay, so you should stick by your, I mean, you should stick by the team. And if you want to hold your legacy true and tried, you shouldn't just up and leave for whatever reason being. Because it's mm-hmm. not like the Brooklyn Nets treated him bad. They've basically asked him his opinion on bringing in players. Um, mm-hmm. He's had a he's had some st- some you know some skin in the game when it comes to like who was on the team. So mm-hmm. I don't see why you leaving the Nets. That's not a horrible team. They're, I mean, it's a relatively new franchise because they moved over to the Brooklyn. The Nets are old, but yeah. They're trying to build something, and you leaving is not going to help them build anything. And you got a new coach, and Steve Nash, who's, I mean, he, he's panning out to be okay at, of of a coach, but don't leave, win a championship, or at least go to the the, uh, the Eastern Conference Finals or something. My God, man, you don't want people calling you like a bus rider forever, bro. Couldn't get past the old Celtics. <laughs> um, so for me, honestly. In any other situation, I think I would say stay KD, but I understand because you got you, your other two top players on the team are showing that they are unreliable. We don't even know if Ben is going to play. Is he going to come up with something else to say he's not ready to play for next season? Then you got Kyrie. That might decide, like you said, I'm of the earth and I need to go find myself. Do what you got to do, Kyrie. But you can't get mad if someone doesn't want to play with you or play on the same team as you because you want to go and decide and just do other things. And that's fine. Look, I'm not knocking it. That's what you choose to do, but there's consequences with everything, right? So if someone looks at you you as unreliable uh, for that because the way that you dealt with you're communicating to the team or a lack of communication to the team for you decide not to come to work, then, Hey, so be it. He's an awesome talent Kyrie. But so I get it with, with Katie. Cause at the end of the day, Katie became because of Kyrie. Yeah. So it's like, and then, and we'll get to Kyrie, but it's like, yeah, he, he got a one year deal, but Hey, he may not stay with the Nets. So if he don't stay with the Nets, it's gonna be Katie and Ben Simmons. Oh, heck no, no, get yeah, out of there, Katie. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I understand. Do what's best for you. We got a league now where uh, cats don't believe in team loyalty anymore. Rightfully so, though. Team well, don't teams care. don't believe yeah, in loyalty yeah. either. <laughs> yeah. So I'm not mad at Katie saying I'm getting up out of here. I'm doing what's best for me. I'm getting my bag. He would have still got a bag. KD's going to get a bag anywhere he goes. He's still prime with KD, like 34, 30. Uh, I think so. Yeah, 34. 34, yeah. So he's still got a lot of tread left. Even though, I mean, 34 is pretty old in the NBA, but KD is a is a generational talent. Like, getting, mm-hmm. the, the older he gets, it seems like the better he gets. So I don't mm-hmm. I don't see. I would I would trade the house and the wife and the kids for Kate to get KD. I'm sorry. Just give up. You and your analogy, analogies today, I'm not feeling. The wife, the house, the wife. Is that, a, is that the wrong analogy? I'm not. I'm not feeling any of your analogies. Is that the wrong analogy? But that's okay. You can continue on. Sell the house and the kids and whatever. I thought. I don't care what the, the analogy is. I just tell you, I ain't feeling them today. 
I don't but know. But you can go ahead. <laughs> it's an allergy. We don't have a person. She she doesn't have the uh what is it? She doesn't have uh What I, what do I not have? She don't have uh the ah, Come on, get, what what is it? I can't even think of the name. Okay. I'm, I'm That's fine. A, It'll I'm come back to fart. you. I'm having a brain fart. Anyway, let's go. It'll come back to you. So, um, yeah. Kyrie, he's our next topic um, of discussion. We've already been talking about the Nets and all the craziness with KD. So, Kyrie, he did decide to opt in to his $37 million contract, and he'll stay with the Nets. Supposedly, that was earlier in the, in the week, right? Um, but there's actual talks about him going to L.A. and that L.A. is aggressively pursuing Kyrie. Y'all want to put Which, Kyrie oh. and Bronny back together again? Y'all really want to do Man, that? Man, well, I find it funny. Remember on that episode with I Am Athlete and he was like, asked where would he be if he wasn't with the Nets or something like that? He's like, I'd be in L.A. And I'm thinking, I didn't think nothing of it. But I said, you know what? Now it's like it makes sense. He wasn't saying that just to be saying that. That man don't want to be in Brooklyn. He want to go back and play with his big brother, LeBron. Hmm. Yep, I after said he, the big brother. After he raised the stink about... How about you know, playing like, with him? Yeah, like... Are you... Like, bro, what's going on with you? Are, are, you got issues? You got... It's like it's a love-hate relationship with him and Bron. It's like... But I mean, on the court, though, they're magical. That's true. Just imagine if LeBron had Kyrie versus... Russell Westbrook. No, not to Russ, but we've seen the pairing and what happens when Kyrie and LeBron play together versus Kyrie, I mean, LeBron and Russell. That's true. Some things just don't fit, even though they're great players, just some things just don't fit. Kyrie and LeBron fit. But I don't know what the Lakers going to do, but I'm pretty sure they're going to do whatever they can do, too, because they're desperate. You know, they're desperate. That team is like they got to do something. They yeah. they cannot expect to keep the same players and think they're going to have different results. They are crossing the line of insanity at this point. Yeah. The, I mean, you got too many <laughs> old players. Old players out of their prime. Yeah, it wasn't going to work. Car- Carmelo. Uh... I don't mind Carmelo. But sometimes he was stepping up with some big games coming off the bench. He's coming off the bench, you know what I'm saying, versus starting. I think Carmelo's gotten Russ, over that whole oh. issue of coming off the bench, but Russell Westbrook needs to yeah. come off the bench. I think he needs he to be He should it if the Lakers want to be successful, but that's the thing. What do you want, Russ? Do you want to hang on to I'm Russell Westbrook and I don't come off the bench? Well, for this team, you just might have to because I don't know how in the world these basketball minds with all these high IQs really thought that two ball-dominant players, the way LeBron and Russ play, that that was really going to fit with with AD. (sighs) It just makes my head numb. Because it's just like I I don't see this working any further. Like this has to – Russ got to be put on the bench. He can't be a starter at this point. If you look at statistics, the man's a horrible, efficient shooter. Like, he's not he's not doing yeah. anything. So, I'm going to put you on the bench, bro, because I need points in the first half. And you come off with fresh legs, cool, do your thing. But as long as I'm up in the game, I'm putting you on the bench. Yeah. 
I don't yeah, care because he'll be playing is. against if he's coming off the bench, he'll be playing against the second string opponents. So therefore, you should be able to really get your game going because you're playing against bench players. <laughs> Not that it's all bench players, but people know know basketball, know how rotations go and such. But um, that's yes. like a drama series. I promise you, it's it's like because it is. It's like you got issues. You had cats play with each other, um, like mm. Katie. James Harden and Westbrook, and now they all separated. And LeBron, um, Katie and come and uh, Katie and Ky- uh, not Kyrie, but Kyrie. Katie. And, uh, why am I drawing? Who are you trying? Names? I thought you were James trying to say Harden. Kyrie. Oh, no, Katie and, and James Harden get back together on the team. Then they oh, separate. Oh yeah. And then yeah. and now you got this whole <laughs> issue going. I'm like, bro, what's going on? And you got Kyrie and LeBron trying to reunite again and have. I'm like, bro, come on. It's, this is weird. I know. This it's is really weird. So more to come as updates come through. We will definitely come back next week and I might give you be guys an update. School. I might be old school because I'll be feeling how the old school friends. Like y'all, y'all over here teaming up together. Y'all guys oh. are friends off the court. What? Yeah, it's Ew. the new age now. I know. I know. I'm old school too. It's like if I don't care for you like that on the court, then I'm probably not gonna be it's too that much of your friend. It's not off enough, the court. It's not enough it's not enough competitive spirit in the game. Anymore. Unless you my family. Yeah. <laughs> it's like everybody friendly and y'all wanna go play with play around. Like, bro, come yeah. on, man. But anyway, yeah. I digress. Go ahead. Yeah, it's it's much different now. Um another player we we uh, briefly mentioned John Wall, so he got traded to the Clippers on a two-year contract for thirteen million dollars. So I think he's a pretty good pickup uh, for the Clippers. Last year he only played in seventy-two games, or I'm sorry, not last year. Over the course of four seasons, yeah, he's only played in seventy-two games, and that's as a result of injuries. And then for last season, Houston just wasn't even interested, I guess, in really using him. Yeah, they want him getting hurt or something, which is dumb, but I get it. Yeah, because if they're going to trade you, they need to get some value. If you hurt, then it's like they'll look at you as like damaged goods. Yeah. So, I mean, he's a a 20 point plus score. John's going to get you some points. He'll give you about seven, eight, nine assists. So that'll be cool for the uh, Lakers, or yeah, Lakers, the Clippers. It'll be, be a big help off of uh, Kawhi once he comes back. Yeah, and PG-13. So yeah. we'll see how they can be together. Then we got the um, the Knicks, Jalen Brunson. I'll tell you, Plans boy. to sign with the Knicks for four years at $104 million. His dad is over there mm-hmm. as an assistant yeah, coach. Yeah, assistant so. coach. The Knicks traded – Nerlens Noel, mm. your cousin, <laughs> so called. Uh, <laughs> Just kidding, y'all. And Alec Burks to the Pistons, and that was in order to clear some cap space in order to get Jalen Brunson. Yo, like Detroit is like the new like uh, <laughs> dystopian where <laughs> careers go to die at area. Like nobody Aww. wants to go to Detroit. It's like. I know. It's like they used to, to uh, be a Cleveland. good team to go to to play, but ever since that uh, Chauncey Billups and them was like, nope, yeah, fell yeah. off. Um, so yeah, so they'll also send over two future second round draft picks 
And six million dollars in cash to the Pistons. Um, he'll probably just go on a yacht and spend that money. But anyway, <laughs> mostly, I mean that's a nice pickup for the uh, books. I don't, I don't, I don't think that. I personally think Jalen Brunson is worth that much because he did he did a lot. I mean, he did what he needed to do with the uh, Mavericks. I'm not mad at him getting his bag, yeah, but I think the Knicks are just, like, overselling. And the Knicks tend to do this crap year in and year out. Like, they buy – oh, they get players, and I'm like, y'all will spend all this money on these players. But I'm like, they aren't – marquee players that you you think you should be spending this money on like get some good players mm-hmm. or do better in the draft for lord's sakes i'm trying to remember i forget who they got uh dang i can't remember who they got in the draft i can't remember either but i think people were pissed off about it them getting whoever they got in the draft they're like the knicks doing it again i mean <laughs> like like it's, yeah you know Stephen a upset yeah I think when the Knicks are in the playoffs, it's it's good for the NBA. And I actually enjoy when they're in the playoffs because there's a lot of trash mm-hmm. talk. And, you know, Knicks are like the the Dallas Cowboys when it comes to uh, the team of the league. Mm-hmm. When, you know, the Dallas Cowboys are America's team. Well, the Knicks are basically America's team. If you Well, it's in between the Lakers and the Knicks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they're huge markets, so – I would say it, I would say the Knicks more so because I mean basketball. New York is the mecca of where basketball is. Like, right. Yeah. But it's just. It's, I agree. Yeah. So. So I just ran across something real fast. Going back to KD, supposedly, uh, and this is um, Woj from ESPN. Supposedly, um, KD might be interested in the Raptors. Lord no, have mercy. No, please no. The KD. <laughs> Uh, that's so funny but we'll see it's, it's always everything just swirling around and teams being brought up so we'll see as things continue to develop to develop um so the spurs we'll move on to the spurs they traded DeJounte murray he was an all-star this past season and he will be playing with atlanta with trey young okay okay so that was one. a package deal oh go ahead no, go ahead. I was just going to say he's getting more weapons, but go ahead. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs some help. So that was a package deal that included first-round picks and Gallinari. What's his first name? Danilo. Danilo. Danilo Gallinari like from a, the uh, Hawks. So it? he's going over to the Spurs. Like a, like a uh, French name or like a Italian name or something? Sounds like it, yeah. Yeah. Um, going over the Spurs, good. Look, more fo- more foreigners with the Spurs. Look, that's what <laughs> I know, right? They do seem like the team that always has <laughs> the foreigners. You know, Tim Duncan was from uh, the Bahamas, and uh, uh-huh. I think what uh, Ginobili and them were from like France mm-hmm. and well, Tony Parker's Tony from Parker's France. From Ginobili, Ginobili I forget from, where he's from. I I can't remember. One of those Eastern European countries, but uh, yeah. So, also the Orlando Magic, they have negotiated a new deal with Mo Bamba. Who had a song. He was a free agent, so now he has a two-year, $21 million contract. That's good for him. He he didn't really – I mean, he didn't really do too much with the Magic. I mean, because the Magic didn't go to the playoffs. But Mo Bamba was a, he's a decent player. I mean, for the Magic, he did. He did for the Magic. It's just they don't have enough. 
Yeah, they don't, they don't have enough goodwill. <laughs> so uh, that's, that's that's another dead market too. Uh, yeah. But uh, yeah, he had a song called Mo Bamba named after him. Lord have mercy. And then we have Miles Bridges. <clears throat> All right, we're gonna deep dive into this real quick. So he's currently unsigned, which I'm not surprised as a free agent because he was just recently arrested and formally charged with fel- felony domestic violence. Uh, okay. Back to more of this crap. So Miles Bridges has been on the downslope for the past couple of months. Not 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 just because of this, but he was on Instagram. And this is this is what comes across my my peripherals every now and then. He's on Instagram. He has a rap song talking about, you know, debauchery. And he's on Instagram mm-hmm. too, having like a cup of lean or syrup. And I'm like, bro, you're an NBA player. Why are you trying to act like you're a rapper? Like, what what's up with you? <laughs> like, what's up with you? Like, for real? Like, fam, <sighs> are you okay? You need some help? He might. Like what's going on? And then this crap pops up where you, you got you're involved in a domestic violence case, bro. That's like a death sentence in sports, <sighs> bro. That is like a death sentence. Yeah. You cannot, like, did you you saw the pictures of his uh his uh, child's mother? I actually did not see the pictures. No. Yeah. I probably don't want to. Well, okay, so not to get into too much detail, she basically, I mean. What, what the domestic dispute would look like, you know, scratches on the neck. Uh, mm. uh, he cracked a nose. She had a fractured nose from the reports I saw. Uh, bruises. Lord. I was like, bro, what are you? What? What is wrong with you? It's like, did somebody slip something in his drink and he just changed and become a different person overnight? Because well, he was, we don't know him behind closed doors. I, you're right. You're right about that. But I will say he fumbled the bag big time because he was slated to make the uh, the max. Somebody said they were going to sign him for a max, but then he doing this dumb crap, bro. No, he ain't getting no max now. He ain't Dude. getting that, bro. You, you messed that Lucky up. Lucky to real. get signed by somebody. Like nah, he's done, bro. Like he's done out in all markets. You can't even like, bro. I, I can't even see Ice Cube signing this dude for the big three. You can't. Stuff like that attached to your name? That's crazy. Yeah. In this day and age, no, you cannot do that. Maybe back in the 90s, 80s, but not in this day and age. They ain't letting that yeah. fly at all whatsoever. Yeah. You're, you're, you're basically done. So. Yeah, yeah. So hey. reports say he was released on bond 130000 It's a drop in the bucket. They said the uh, that the kid, his son called, I think it was his grandma and was talking and describing the, the acts that he was doing. I was like, bro, you got mm. the kids involved in this? Bro, what's wrong with mm. you? What is wrong with you? Ooh, yeah, yeah that's, that's very unfortunate. I hate, you know, to hear stuff like that. Um, very sad. Hopefully, he can get some help if he needs help. And, uh, yeah, that's that, that, not a good thing. That's your, that's your it's it's got to be well, the thing is, it's got to be another way to handle situations, right? Like, if it gets to that point to where you're with your partner and it could get physical, somebody got to leave. If yeah, you get leave. that wrapped up or that hyped up, somebody got to leave to help defuse the situation. 
Because if you allow your anger to um, take you to that point, even even if she even if she could have maybe hit him, we don't know. Right, that's true. I don't, don't agree know. with anybody hitting anybody, but a man can do more damage to a woman in most cases. In most cases, and so with that, like I said, I'm not condoning anybody hitting anyone, but somebody gotta leave. We don't so it don't get, escalate to that. We don't know the we don't know the entire story. We just know what we saw from the other one party's account. Um and that's right. You I mean you're right from that standpoint. We don't know who was the agitator, who who instigated it. But facts is facts, bro, brother. You got to leave. If if it gets to that point, be the big somebody has to be the bigger person like you said and leave in situations like this. You got a lot of money in the line, bro. You ain't no regular schmegler dude. You got money and you got an image. So it'd be mm-hmm. different if you were like the CEO of a company or like some executive of a company and did this versus NBA star who you're constantly being seen. You got advertising deals. Your team has advertising deals. Teams won't even associate with you if you got that kind of crap tied up in your name because it messes with their money for the ads, for the sponsors. Because we can't be out here supporting somebody who does that. Even though it might not be true, it's still tied to your name. Regardless yeah. of what's going on, bro. You got to be careful. As NBA players, heck, any any uh sports star or or celebrity, for that fact of that matter, you got to be careful with the, the situations mm-hmm. like this. Because once that's out in the universe, there ain't no coming back from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm saying, like, so. it's hard. So... Man, hopefully the situation gets better. Um, I I can bank this dude's never playing for the NBA again. Not with this kind of crap tied to his name. But uh, we'll digress. Yeah. Golden State, that's another team that has been making a lot of changes with their roster. Gary Payton II. He is going to the Trailblazers. Now, was he with the Trailblazers at one point? Or was I don't think so. I could be wrong. I'm not sure. They signed him for 28. Okay, 28. Yeah, 28 million, three-year contract. I mean, you didn't want a championship. He probably asked for more money. They probably were like, you know what? We can't pay you that. So he left. I mean, Gary Payton, he was a pivotal part of the team, but he wasn't like the piece. Yeah. He was out for like a majority of the playoff series. Most yeah, but he definitely, like you said, he was a pivotal part in, in their uh, success. Otto Porter Jr., another one from Golden State. He also left, got a two-year deal with the Raptors. Okay, get your money. Side note about that, his wife is from Toronto. And so I guess that was something that may have helped influence him uh, going to the Raptors. Okay. Yeah. Um, he he was offered a veteran minimum, which I didn't even know that was a thing. He was offered a veteran veteran minimum, um, which he came in into Golden State on a veteran minimum contract at $2.4 million. So I'm not sure after this past season that they offered him that same dollar figure. Probably I don't know not. if the veteran minimum stays the same or how that goes. Um, but 
he probably was like, no. Well, you got to get your money, man. You I'm going to go get my bag. Yeah. yeah. You, you capitalize off winning a championship. You, yeah, you go do that. Uh, Danny Green did that plenty of times. That dude was on some teams. Got his <laughs> money. He been on. He won three championships. Dude, the Sixers, the Lakers, the Spurs. Go get your bag, uh, bro. Yeah. Uh, then we got Kevin Looney. He agreed to a three-year, $26 million deal. So he'll be staying with the Warriors. And then the Warriors will be picking up Mr. D- uh, Dante. DeVinzio. What's that man's last name? De- I cannot De say his last name. But he previously played with the Bucks. I remember him playing with the Bucks. And he also played with the Kings. He played with the Kings this past season. But I remember him because I remember him playing from Villanova or for yeah. Villanova. He was in the 2018 draft. Um, but he has a two-year contract for now for um, $9 million with the Warriors. Okay. So they needed to offset that talent. So he'll be a, a good pickup because he's a guard that can give you solid minutes, give you a solid game with points and assists. So, yeah. Um, next we have Zach Levine and Bradley Bill. So they both agreed to Supermax deals. So everybody out here getting their bag. I Zach, mean, he got a five-year contract, $215 million with the Bulls. That's a lot. Bradley Bill. Yeah, five. Well, Bradley Bill, $251 million, five years. I mean, that's a lot for, for Zach Levine, though. That's what I'm saying. Like, for Zach oh, to get yeah. that bag? Don't they got, but uh, I mean, DeMar between him the and DeMar DeRozan, they were carrying the team. I'm saying, though, I would have think y'all would have signed DeMar DeRozan a lot more first. Before but y'all maybe got he Zach. wasn't up for, you know what I'm saying? I don't know what uh, DeMar DeRozan's contract status is. I don't know if he's up for the max deal. Or, I, I don't know. That's a lot. Um, Zach Levine, who wasn't, I mean, I get he won the championship, but. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. And another huge, uh, I guess, surprise in the league is the big trade with the Jazz oh and the Timberwolves. Ooh, you know, we yes. had talked about, we had talked previously about the Jazz and what they're going to do. They got the uh, the coach resigned, Quinn yep. Snyder. What is, uh, what's his name? Mitchell, Donovan Mitchell yep. going to do Rudy Gobert, all this stuff, right? So Rudy is going to Minnesota. That's going to be that actually, I think, makes Minnesota somewhat of a, a, a comparable opponent in the West to make them a little bit more stronger in the West. Honestly, for me, I just have to disagree. Uh, well, I'm going to just say so he's getting a five year, two hundred and five million super max extension. Right. Reason I disagree is because. Of course, they have Anthony Edwards, right? Right. But they also have Carl Anthony Towns, who is a big. Then you're going to have Rudy Gobert that does not have an outside presence. So he has to be in the paint. But he doesn't give you enough of a big offensive threat. I would still take Rudy Gobert in any instance. Not me. I already got Cat. I don't. I don't need Rudy if I already got Cat. But Cat, unless Rudy Gobert gonna be posting up people and actually doing 
anything else besides getting the offensive rebound and putting it back or waiting for a lob for a dunk. Like, how can you not post up and you don't you don't have an outside game? So if you don't have an outside game, you need some type of offense. They couldn't even keep him on the floor. They had to take him out the game in the playoffs with with the Jazz. I know that 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 showed all kinds of like chinks in their armor in that uh, Utah Jazz team. It was like. Rudy Gobert can't be a post player, and he's six, he's seven foot something. Seven foot one. And and you got Donovan <laughs> Mitchell who can't play defense. I mean, they were just getting exposed left and right. I was like, bruh, uh, what is going on? What's funny about that is I saw an old clip from Anthony Edwards, and I don't know how far back this was, but this I saw was that a clip too. Yeah. When he was talking about he Gobert, talking, how he don't yeah. put no fear in my heart, and I can get layups. Oh, now y'all like going to be teammates. He's like, Porzingis <laughs> is better than him. I'm like, oh, this is going to be interesting. Like, I like I like Anthony Edwards because he keep it funky. Like, I like it's old school. Like He reminds me, honestly, of I said to myself, that's probably why he did so well in Hustle on Netflix. Yeah. Because it's like he was playing. I'm not saying that that's how he acts, but just from that little clip, no, that's I'm him. like, that's him. he got personality. He got yeah. like. <laughs> that, that's, that's, that's him. No, that dude is, he, he wasn't playing the role. He was playing himself. He was like, yeah, I am who I am, bro. Yeah, so I mean that's that's just an interesting pair, and I honestly hustle, which is a great at, movie on Netflix. It's that a was a good movie. Yeah. Um, I'm canceling my Netflix, by the way, too. Just after I, it's watched. about time. I don't. I had I, I was waiting for something to pop up on Netflix. Uh, Stranger Things, the last the, ha- the second half of the season. Well, why were you waiting for something to pop up when you have access? To I, my Netflix. I know, I know, I know. I will get Stranger. I have Stranger Things. I know you do. It's I, I, not I'm like about, it's different Netflix out here. What are you I'm, talking I'm about? about to, I'm about to cancel it. I'm about to cancel it. Save some money. Okay. Um. So, what was I going to say? Oh, also, Cat did sign. He's also signed a Supermax extension. Four years, $224 million. Oh, but I was going to say, I look at the fit with Gobert and him fitting into the Timberwolves as LeBron and the whole Russ situation. Probably won't be such a disaster, but it's just like this piece, I think y'all trying to make fit, but it ain't going to fit. I forgot to mention with the trade, right? Uh-huh. So from the Timberwolves, um, they're trading away Malik Beasley, Patrick Beverly, Hill Pepe. Oh, he going <laughs> to Utah now. Ooh. Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Leandro Balmoro. I'm probably saying that wrong. Balmoro. And um, yeah, there we go. And then the number 22 pick. Walker Kessler, that was from this year's draft. Why he plus, got first, he got two last names. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. Um, plus four first round picks were traded to the to the Jazz. So they got a lot. Like when you name all them people, Mike Malik Beasley, Pat Bev, like it's like what is that? Three, four plus the rookie, five. That's why this whole thing. With KD, just think about that package for Rudy. We're not talking about he, Rudy. Does not compare to KD. KD's up here, and Rudy's down here. But but so we, if we, we, talk we do about, the trade with KD, it's gonna have to come with some heavy something. But okay, no way 
I the ain't saying that. Like high now. I'm not saying that Cat <laughs> doesn't command. I mean, not Cat. That Rudy doesn't command the same amount or more than what KD does. I'm saying that you can barter something if KD don't want to be there. But Rudy Gobert, who is a defensive player twice, defensive player of the year twice, uh, All Star first team. The stats no are there. Championships. No championships. No championships, but but it is. Still what are you working. doing in the playoffs? KD's won MVPs. I get it. I get it. I get it. Rudy's still. Now look, I'm not hating on Rudy. I think he's a good guy. He's a good player. Let me leave that. But good guy. You're a good guy. Something just don't fit, and I just feel like his fit with the Timberwolves just ain't it. But we look, gonna see look, him but, playing with Cat. But look, look, Rudy Gobert and Cat, the two. Making twin towers, it, two bigs. You know, it's already those days are over. No, they're not. Last time we had twin towers back in the nineties when the when the uh the Davis boys was playing for the uh Pacers. You remember them? Davis, uh, sheesh, I don't, I don't recall. The I'm Davis boys. They used to always call the Davis boys. The Davis See, boys. You wasn't outside. You wasn't I, outside. I, I probably wasn't. You know, right. I I chalk right. that up. <laughs> I chalk that up. You know what? I, my my days of basketball go back as far as they can, or what I can ever, whatever I can see on ESPN or YouTube. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, no, no, no. The 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 original Twin Towers was uh David Robertson and uh Tim Duncan. I got you. Then was I mean, and I said that okay facetiously about the Pacers because they were like, they were cool, but they weren't like compared to a David Robinson and Tim Duncan, the Davis brothers that I, it was just me mentioning two big guys playing together, right, in the post. So, yeah, Tim, but look at the caliber players. We're talking about Tim Duncan. Yes. Tim Duncan. Fundamentally boring. And David Robinson. Like. He was boring, too, but, hey, they were great players. But they got a championship together. They're great players. I I'm not knocking Rudy. I they am... had offensive skills. Rudy, where where is that? I'm looking. I'm looking. He can develop. He can develop a little <laughs> mid shot. You know, can develop. Why has not? How why has it not been? Because the way the team utilized him, they didn't put the emphasis on him to actually but score I, points. It don't make no sense. You a starter, but then you getting pulled out the game because they go small ball. Well, that's the coach's fault. Capitalize. That's bad coaching. That's bad coaching. That's point pure blank what it is. If they didn't harp on him it's, to focus on getting a mid range or or posting in the paint, and he a big man, and he just getting rebounds, come on, dog. That's the coach's fault. It is? It's the analytics. That's what it is. It's these stupid analytics and how the league has totally changed. Because basically, the analytics says if we shoot volume threes. It's going to even out if a person shoots higher percentage shots. Even though I'm shooting a higher percentage shot in the paint, shooting a layup or, you know, right on the block, I'm still going to take this lower percentage shot from the three because I'm shooting so many of them. I'm going to hit enough to where it evens out you shooting your twos and making more twos. That's the analytics, and I just it just makes I, me I, I appreciate, though. I mean, past the analytics, I appreciate the fact that you still got Rudy Gobert who has that old school feel of I'm a big body in the paint. I ain't going in. I'm not going outside. You don't eat in the outside. But you got these seven-footers shooting threes now. That's why I give me the old school. You know why? Even though he was the defensive player of the year, what was that, 
Twice? Yeah, twice. You still letting people dump, man? <sighs> I just almost say is I saw some soft plays from Rudy Gobert. I don't like to see if you this big seven foot one person. You, I don't want to see no soft plays. That's all I'm going to say. I ain't calling them soft. I just saw some soft plays. I just think that they need to develop him to be more of an aggressive uh, presence in the paint. He needed to develop himself. Should he, no coach have to tell you, you stand for one, you know what? I think you will be a good offensive threat if you learn how to post up. Really? You're seven foot one. He 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 clearly lacks in the offensive. <laughs> but he gets you the he gets you the boards though. That's and we got cat to get boards. But you, we now got you got Edwards to get boards. But now you got a bigger you ain't gotta worry about that because Cat take just as many threes as Anthony Edwards. So now look, Cat can stand on the post or stand on the outside while Rudy gets the boards. Boom. Let Rudy lead an assist too. Get yeah, bro, shoot He's it. not going to lead an assist. That's the thing. Oh, you know how that would – let me tell you the scenario of leading assist. If he was an offensive threat, you know why? Because if he was an offensive threat and he's down the post posting up, two people two are going to converge. Going, yeah. Whoop, I'm going to pass it to the open person. Whoop, there go my assist. Nobody's coming to guard Rudy Gobert. But that, should make it, but that should make it a lot easier for them to put Rudy big ass in the paint and say, stay in the paint. Don't go outside the paint. You taking up offensive real estate when you outside the paint. You need to stay inside. But he this doesn't paint. give you anything. That's what I'm saying. He's a liability staying in the paint if you're not gonna be productive. Get the boards. If I'm a shooter three, get the boards. We I don't about care. Scoring. We're not talking about I don't, boards. You, I don't scoring. need you to score. I need you to get my boards. So utilize him the, for his strength, not so for what he don't have. Okay. All right. So they got enough scoring. You telling me? Cat shoots threes. and Edwards, Edwards and is Kat. is a is a power player. He goes in the paint. He shoots threes. Okay. Who else they got? They got enough. Sh- they got enough shooters. They got enough scores. Let him get the boards. If they okay. utilize him right, they can get they can get as much as they want out of Rudy Gobert. Utilize okay. him right way. That man ain't afraid to go get go up and get a board. He might have soft plays, but. They would have seen the man get dunked on like like we said. Anthony Edwards ain't never been scared. I ain't never scared. <laughs> well, maybe this is, maybe this is toughen him up. Maybe the young buck would toughen him up a little bit. And so Pat funny. and Pat Beverly is probably sitting somewhere mad as hell. Like, bro, I know Utah. Utah. Just imagine him in Utah. Lord man, have mercy. That, them white people will love him because he got that craziness. Oh goodness, he is crazy. <laughs> he he's. He, well, at least yeah. he's going to another team that is going to be back in the playoffs. Hopefully, if they. Well, I don't know. You don't are think so? they? I really don't can't so. say that they are. I well, that that just way, speaks to the value of how Rudy Gobert's value was. If they don't go into the playoffs, maybe, maybe not. But you also have to think about the other teams in the West. It could be, let's just say, Kawhi is now healthy. Okay. Because if he was healthy, the Clippers season will definitely would have been different. They're in the West. We got Golden State back on their prowl. We got Memphis. All them teams in the West. Utah's going, and other teams going. I don't, I don't know. You don't think but so? But we'll see. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Lastly, because this came through, I just right before we started filming, uh, guys, uh, Darius Garland for the Cavs. This year was his first. This past season was his first time making the all-star team, and he agreed to a five-year rookie max deal or extension 
for 193 million. Lord, this is per his agent. However, his contract actually could be worth up to 231 million dollars if he makes the All NBA team. Sheesh. Sheesh. Yeah. So that's a nice little incentive. That is, good lord, that is a lot of money, bro. For him, for the Cavs, they didn't even give that to Carla Saxton. I know, but I mean, yeah, he he definitely has the biggest contract in Cavs history, so that is surprising to hear, because it's like, dang, they ain't give LeBron that, but okay. Well, you know, they, um, they, they about to, I think they, they're shopping around Colin Saxton, too, so that's probably why they signed. Was Garland that big of an uh, impact on the team like yeah, that? I just said he made the All-Star game. It was him and somebody else that made the All-Star, I think, for uh, the Cavs. He averaged, like, almost 22 points, eight assists. He was 46% from the field goal. So, yeah, he had a nice season. That was his best season Jeez, all so right. far. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's all I have, though, on all the trades and all the movement that's been going on. We'll Big bring you more, yeah, more information as things occur. We will move on to the WNBA, and we've been periodically giving you updates about Brittany Griner, and it just makes me sad every time we talk about her because she's still in Russia. Uh, they had her trial on yesterday, on Friday. It was a closed he- hearing. And they say that it could be that that could last for months. There were two witnesses that appeared. So Brittany basically is facing 10 years in prison if convicted. And then next Thursday is her next court appearance. So prayers out to her because I can't imagine all that time being there and your mental state at this point. So just prayers for her and her safety and that she just stays strong and the rest of the her WNBA family and her personal family. Yep, prayers up for Brittany, man. Come bring her home. Bring the girl home. Sheesh. Yes, yes. Uh, another thing that was going on today with the WNBA, they did their all-star selection special. Um, I don't have the list because that literally was going on while we were filming, so I don't know who was the list, but we do know that they kind of did the format similar to the NBA where they, they had let, the team they, captains oh, select they, the they team. They got to pick their own people. So Brianna Stewart from the Seattle Storm was a captain, and then Asia Wilson, so they were going back and forth on who they were going to pick. So I think that's kind of cool that they're doing similar to – and they got to do stuff similar sometimes, right? They're trying to bring more attention, do it like the NBA. They they got to get everything they can get. But, you know, here's a – I just want to put a little personality on this little topic. Girls are catty. So, you know, you know when they go pick they, they squads, they be like, you know what? I don't like her. I ain't picking her. I can see that. Oh, now. <laughs> you think they would do that for the WNBA? Yeah, they be like, catty? yeah, she wasn't that fire. Look, oh, or be like KD. Remember when they had to do it with LeBron? And oh, he didn't pick James Harden. He didn't pick James Harden. Oh, that was meant to happen. <laughs> and they oh. were like <laughs> making fun of him. Oh, it was so funny. Oh, that was so funny. But I understand that was a different situation because because James had just didn't he he had just went to um just the seventy sixes yeah. right. So why why would I really pick James at this point? He's no true. longer my teammate. That's like, very true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we'll 
because the um, All-Star game, I believe, is next weekend. So we'll talk about that either next weekend or week and a half. We'll talk about that um, in an upcoming episode. Then one of the superstars of the WNBA, Miss Candace Parker, she Ms. definitely Parker. <laughs> has been making history. So she recently became the first player in WNBA history to reach 6,000 plus career points, 3,000 plus rebounds, yeah. and 1,500 plus assists. And this happened when uh, they played against the Connecticut Sun and they beat them. So it's, it's, this stat line is especially special, right? Because she is is a forward. So she up here getting 1,500 plus assists? Like, okay. But Candace Parker, you know, she's just one of those very high IQ, very talented players. So she's very unselfish, and she leads her team in all aspects. I mean, she leads by example. She's vocal. Now that she's been in the league, I forget how many years, but she's one of the veterans. So she knows how to win. She's won championship with, with the Sparks. They just won with the Sky last season. I hope they do a repeat this season. So I'm happy to see her um, make history like that. I'm happy to see all the, the recognition that WNBA is getting now. It's a, it's, it's a little better than it's been in the previous years. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's good. We need Much all the sports we get. needed. Much needed. And then one other stat line for her this week. Uh, well, I guess I have a couple <coughs> others. Um. She became the first WNBA player to reach three career triple doubles, and that was a win against uh, her old team, against the Sparks. She actually um, got a triple double, so that's something hard to do. Like other people have gotten triple doubles, but for her to do it three times, um, that's a milestone. She also remains well. I guess she didn't make history on this, but this is just another stat of hers. She still remains the only player. In the league history, to win Rookie of the Year and MVP in the same year, and she did this back in 08, 2008. Good Lord, I'm old. <laughs> I'm old bro. Yes, you are. I'm old, bro. <laughs> ah, yes, you are. But we'll wrap up everything with one of our other favorite women. So, the Wimbledon is still going on. I always say the Wimbledon, but the Wimbledon. I, I know. Um, Serena Williams, she played earlier this week. She lost in the first round. It was a three-setter. Definitely a tough match for her. It went over three hours long. And I can attest, I've played a, a three-hour-long match. You are dead tired <laughs> afterwards. Like That's like a lot Great of cardio. running. Great cardio. Very good cardio. But for one person, you just back and forth, up and back, like, that's a lot. But for her not to play, you know, for a whole year, I think she looks really good out there because I've watched, like, the match kind of off and on. Yeah, I was watching off and on, too. And she seemed to be in really good physical shape. But, of course, you know, match play is what prepares you the best um, for situations like this. So, Hopefully, she'll come to the next uh, tournament, which I believe is the U.S. Open. Um, I don't know if that's starting in July. I forget when the U.S. Open starts, but I think that's the next tournament. Um, but then Coco Golf, she was doing so good. She had got to t- – today she played in the third round. 
Uh-huh. And she lost Aww. to another American uh, tennis player. Yeah, she lost in three sets. She won the first set. It was close. She had to go to a tie break. And then it was like she got killed the second two sets. So that just had to been just mental lapses um, from Coco. But I had, I mean, on, I had her know. match on, too. I was watching a little bit of it, and I was watching the men's, too. I, I, it was just vicariously. I really, I really wasn't paying attention to it. I was at work. But yeah. Yeah, I was watching it. I mean, I, it. Cause yeah. I, I I they had it on the main ESPN channel. And I was like, oh okay. Then I didn't realize yeah. that they sw- switched everything over to like the, the ESPN two for yeah. the news. ESPN news, yeah. Yeah, so I just had that on. I always get yep. I always get irritated when they do that and don't say nothing. Cause I be I might mess around and be watching <laughs> softball all day. I'd be like, dang man, they ain't got nothing else. <laughs> softball, the World Series going on. I'm like, bro, come on now. Got turned into ESPN News. If I'm oh, ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of women's softball. Hey man, hey man, them girls be throwing that ball too. That thing be whiffing through the. I'm like, man, you get hit by that ball, that'll crack your ribs. It'd be hello. <laughs> yeah, no. Shout out to the World Series softball for college and women. Um, we don't got anything else on that. I think we are good to go. Remember, guys, to like, comment, and subscribe. You're watching this on YouTube, and I ain't going to say the rest. I'm about done I'm about done with y'all. But before we get out of here, you know my saying. Oh, and also have a safe holiday. I know for those who actually celebrate 4th of July, if you don't, then you don't. But enjoy the three-day weekend if you got the day off from the your day job. The day off, right. That's <laughs> what I'm celebrating. I'm celebrating that day. <laughs> uh, Amen we, to that. We're going to get up out of here. Y'all know my saying. Uh, yeah. The couple that plays together stays together forever and ever. Uh. Oh, my lord! <laughs> <laughs> I had to come up with that. All right, we uh, we goodbye out of here, people. Have a safe weekend. We out. Bye. Peace. Play my song again. Really, you still going? Tell these people goodbye. I just did. Bye.